hello everyone and welcome back to another weekly nerd talk yeah so i'm solo because uh ian is out on vacation so it's just me today but i figured i'd rant about some things because we had several different things happen recently we had loki end we had the black widow movie come out we had snake eyes come out i already did a video on snake eyes uh, where i did like a 23 minute rant um but yeah i kind of talk about those things we do have one thing in the news as well which is that uh, michael b jordan is going to be doing a valzad uh hbo max series apparently so yeah that the, as soon as i saw it, i was just thinking man wb really hates henry cavill like they really hate him because they're doing every superman thing possible except for henry cavill superman uh it, it's it's pretty funny uh, it sucks though because i love henry cavill as superman and i'd love to see more of him as superman but it doesn't look like that's gonna happen uh but yeah, this Michael B. Jordan project, um, I don't really care about it. Uh, it's it's whatever. I'm glad they're doing Val Zod. It's, that's fine. But it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, then why are we getting Black Cart Kent? It doesn't make any sense. Like, it, this whole Tiny Heasy Coats, Black Cart Kent thing just sounds awful. To where the Michael B. Jordan thing sounds like it could be promising. It could be good. No clue if it will be. It could be. I mean, like, Lois and Clark is actually really good. Not Lois and Clark. Superman and Lois, the CW show, is actually really good, uh, surprisingly. So who knows? Maybe this will be good. I have no clue. But, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. That's kind of like the one big news thing we had recently. Um, so I guess uh, let's go in order. We'll go Loki, Black Widow, and then Snake Eyes. Spoilers for all three because I don't really feel like doing a no-spoiler thing for this. Uh, so, yeah, spoilers for Loki, Black Widow, and Snake Eyes. If you haven't seen any of them, I'm going to be going all out spoilers. So there's your, there's your warning. Uh, anyways, let's start off with Loki. Loki, I thought, was very okay overall. Um, the first episode, I didn't really dig it. I thought it was all right. The second episode, I absolutely loved because it you had uh, Tom Hilston's Loki along with, uh, what the hell is his name? Let me search it up, actually. Owen Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson's Mobius. Those two together were great. They had great chemistry. I love seeing them try to hunt down this variant Loki. It was really interesting. Like, I was so down for it. And then they separate them for pretty much the rest of the series. They have, like, little little contacts now and then. Like, the first episode, they were the best part of the first episode when they were together. When he was interrogating him in the first episode. And the second episode was all of them working together. It was like, this is actually really good. And then the third episode was awful. Because the third episode was like, here's Sylvie. And here's what she's all about. And it was like, I just don't care about Sylvie whatsoever. Like, we got some okay moments on the train. Like, seeing Loki get drunk and stuff. That was kind of fun. But other than that, the third episode was bad. Fourth episode had some funny moments. Fourth episode was the, uh, what was, let's see, Loki episode. Let me look it up. This is, we're just, we're just flying by the seat of our pants here. Uh, let's see. Come on. Episode four, the Nexus event. And Hunter, look for Loki and Sylvie. Which, which, which episode was this? I don't remember this episode. <laughs> what was episode four? I don't remember. It was probably bad, though. Oh, no, episode four was when they kill the timekeepers, right? When they figure out the timekeepers are fake. Yeah, episode four sucked. Uh, episode five was, I really enjoyed, um, what's his name? Is old Loki? Hugh Grant or something? Was it Hugh, or is Hugh Grant the, uh, is Hugh Grant the guy from Man From U.N.C.L.E.? Hugh Grant is the guy from Man From U.N.C.L.E. Uh, I feel like Grant is in the name of the guy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he's the guy from, uh, Logan. He played the bad guy in Logan. You remember that memorable villain? Let's see. No, not Logan Paul. Google autocorrected the Logan Paul. I'm trying to search up the Logan movie. Okay, what is this dude's name? Richard E. Grant. I was right. There was a Grant in there. Anyways, yeah, Richard E. Grant. He did great as old Loki. Other than that, the rest of the episode was okay. I mean, obviously, uh, Alligator or Crocodile Loki, whatever he was, was funny. Um, 
Other than that, episode was eh. I don't care about them holding hands. I don't buy their romance. It's not interesting at all. Like, you, they don't do a good job at fleshing out their romance, like making it seem believable. I'm so down for the idea of Loki falling in love with himself and no one else. Like, that's kind of, that, like, makes sense for the character. But they don't make it believable in terms of, like, how these two fall in love. It's literally just like, oh, I like you, well, I like you, and then they just fall in love, and that's it. There's, like, no, like, real reason for it. The writing for it's not good. Um, let's talk about Loki as a character in the show, because I feel like if you take him out of the show, pretty much nothing changes. The, like, all the events of the show still happen. Like, Loki was kind of pointless in his own show. Like, he has nothing to do. He's just kind of like the lens that we're seeing everything through in the show, but he doesn't really do anything. And also, like, he's a terrible liar. Like, I get that everyone would not trust him. That makes sense, because he's Loki. But man, like, everyone knows when he's lying. You'd think there would be a point where he could trick someone. No, he can't trick anyone. He is the worst. Like, I was hoping they would make him more, I don't know, good at being the god of mischief instead of just being like, nah, he's bad at all of it. And also, him, one of the things that doesn't make sense is, like, um, they try to make the difference between him and Sylvie, since Sylvie's another version of Loki. The difference they try to make there is, like, they're like, he's more the crafty one and she's more, like, the brute force one. Which makes literally no sense, because she got, uh, taken away by the timekeepers when she was, like, eight years old. And then had to go on the run ever since then. To where Loki was raised in Asgard and got all the best training and everything, so you think he would be the better fighter. Also, if a version of me that is, like... Let's see, hold up. Hold up. Ba 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 da da. No, not that. Dude, Google autocorrect makes me want to die. Alright, so if a version of me was like 5'5, five five, which is what Sylvie looks like, and there was a version of me that was like, that weighed like at least 50 pounds, like 60 pounds more and was 6'2, I am betting on the version of me with the weighted and height advantage to win that fight. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, if there were two different versions of me, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna bet on the one that's much bigger. And I'm gonna, but no. It, it, so it, it doesn't really make sense. I don't get why they didn't, make, especially because she's Enchantress, why didn't they make Sylvie, like, really crafty and good at that stuff instead of, like, the more brute one? It didn't really make any sense. It's just because she's pissed. So because her attitude's pissed, that makes her more brutish. It, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but yeah, Sylvie was not an interesting character whatsoever. Didn't care about her. Didn't feel sorry for her. Best moment with her in the show was at the end when Kang tells her that to shut up and grow up. When he's like, you've killed people. You've done terrible things. Shut up, Sylvie. Grow up. That part was great. Um, that final episode was hella boring, though. They literally just talked to Kang and, like, nothing really interesting happens. Um, I didn't like that version of Kang either. I'm, ho I'm excited to see... Uh, the other version of Kang, like the actual Kang the Conqueror, though, whenever he shows up in the next uh, season. And then you have the, the the ending where it's like, oh, Loki doesn't really exist as Loki anymore. Ooh, no one knows about him. So, yeah, not really excited for season two. This show, I thought, had the best marketing out of the three Disney Plus shows so far, and I would rank this as the second best, which isn't saying much. So, as far as the Disney Plus shows go, I enjoyed uh, WandaVision. I'd give it, like, a 7 out of 10. I thought it was pretty good, and then the ending fell flat and, like, wasn't very good. Uh, Falcon or Soldier was terrible. I thought it was awful. I Like, they made me not care about the main characters that I actually liked in the other movies. I like Falcon. There are sirens and stuff going off. I hope you don't hear them. I don't know. Anyways, uh, 
yeah, I, I didn't care about Falcon Winter Soldier in their own show. The villains were awful. Carly was terrible. Um, a lot of stuff didn't make sense. There's a lot of grandstanding in it. That final speech from San was awful where he's like, you, you can't call them terrorists because they're fighting for a cause. Newsflash, Sam. Every single terrorist is fighting for a cause. ISIS is fighting for a cause. They're still terrorists, dumbass. That, was, that show was awful. Um, and then Loki, I thought, was okay. Like a five, maybe. Like, I that's what I'd give it. Like it was, it was okay. Like, cause there were moments that I enjoyed. Like I legitimately loved episode two, but the others were, eh. and uh, I thought the, the episode with the big cloud monster was like decently fun. Um, but yeah, that's how I rate the Disney plus shows. Not so good so far. Uh, I don't think any of them have been as good as Mandalorian season two. Um, or maybe even season one. Also, I feel like both seasons of Mandalorian... And Mandalorian's not, like, the best show ever, either. Like, this isn't, like, Mandalorian's amazing. They have... Man no, just Mandalorian's, like, good, but not the most amazing thing. It has great moments. And none of these shows, to me, have lived up to Mandalorian, even. And if you want to compare them to the best Marvel live-action show, Daredevil, it's not even close. You could take any season of Daredevil, and it's way better than any of these D Disney Plus shows. So, yeah, not too hyped about these Disney Plus shows so far. It's, um... It's not been that great. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's it for the Loki portion. I don't think there. I don't think there's much else I have to say. Uh, yeah, I was just disappointed in the fact that Loki was pointless in his own show. Wasn't good at really anything. Tom Hiddleston kills it though. Like when I, I don't know why Tom Hiddleston doesn't do more stuff. Like he's so good. Tom Hiddleston is fantastic, and it it sucks how terribly he's used in MCU. He was great in the first Thor and in his small part in Infinity War and for a good chunk of the first Avengers, like, he was interesting, but other than that, Loki's just been, he's a joke, even in the first Avengers, a lot of it was he's a joke, but for, like, the first half of that movie, he's actually, like, kind of a threat, and then the rest of it's just, look at him, he's a big fat joke, that's how, that's Loki, ho ho, puny god, and, uh, yeah, so Loki's just, that's been Loki, um, anyways, moving on to Black Widow, Black Widow, I thought was another very okay movie. I thought it was just a standard MCU movie that just felt like it was inspired by like Jason Bourne and like Mission Impossible. It was okay. Um, I I was talking about this on stream. Um, I was saying that I I feel like Black Widow was the character of Black Widow is similar to Black Panther in this in terms of not like their characters are similar, but in terms of Black uh. Black Panther was really interesting in Civil War, and I loved him in Civil War. And then his, in his own movie, he's the least interesting part of his own movie. Like, I loved Killmonger in Black Panther, and, like, uh, freaking what's-his-name, the dude from Lord of the Rings was kind of interesting. Like, you had some other interesting characters in there, but but T'Challa was the least interesting character in his own movie, even though he was great in Civil War. To where in this, like, Black Widow's been interesting in past movies. I thought she was pretty cool in some of the other movies. But in this one, I didn't care about her. I felt like... I felt like Natasha was the least interesting part of her own movie. I thought her sister was Yelena, I think, was way more interesting. I thought Yelena was really cool. Doesn't really make sense how she's all sarcastic and peppy considering um, she's been like a child assassin slave. So I don't know how she, she had like what, like, what, I can't remember. She said she's six years old, I think, is what Natasha said, kid Natasha said. I think she said she's six years old. So yeah, she had like six years to get a personality. And then after that, just mind control and getting broken. So I don't know how she has that personality doesn't make sense um there's a lot of dumb stuff in this movie uh one of the best things in the movie is the opening the opening is fantastic um i really like the opening and i thought honestly the opening would have made a better movie than what we got like seeing these uh these russian undercover agents try to you know survive with a family a la the americans kind of except in a movie like then you have a super soldier i thought that would be 
cool. I really like that opening. I thought the opening was great. Um, but then it's kind of downhill after that. <laughs> it's not, again, it's not terrible. It's just like, it's just not very good. Taskmaster is the one thing a lot of people have been complaining about, and I 100% agree with that complaint. It's not Taskmaster at all. It's terrible. It's not a good twist at all. Um, as soon as they showed uh, Natasha killing the big bad's daughter, I literally leaned over to Ian and was like, how much you want to bet that she didn't die and she's actually Taskmaster? And wow, when revealed that, I was completely right. This is like the easiest twist to see coming. It's, it's so dumb. And also, Taskmaster doesn't even have any abilities. It's just a freaking, like, computer on in the helmet. It's so dumb. And, again, Disney pulls the whole, like they did in Solo, uh, they, they pull the whole, here we have a stuntman in the suit the entire time until the end when the face reveal happens, and, oh, it's a woman, bet you didn't guess that! It's like, oh, wow, you really, you really got me there, Disney. Uh, so, wow. So good. But, <laughs> it was funny, um... The fight on the bridge was cool between Taskmaster and Black Widow. I like that. But other than that, there wasn't really memorable action either. Because you think this one would be one of the best, like, action-wise, considering it's Black Widow and, you know, it's a bit more uh, street-level in terms of combat. You know, there's not, like, flying around and, like, god powers and lasers and stuff. Um, the the first part of the fight when she fights all the other Widows when they come in was kind of cool. And then she just starts tasing them, and it's like, uh, well, that was cool. The main villain is just awful and, like, generic and, like, not interesting at all. Um, I liked uh, her dad. Well, her dad-like character. He was funny. He was cool. He didn't have anything to do in the movie, though. So I, I kind of wish we would have gotten a little more him. Um, I thought the mom character had an interesting, like, dilemma, like, where she was at. I do think for being, like brainwashed into all this like these people kind of just turn super easy like it makes sense for the red guardian to turn because he had been put undercover he, like she didn't want he finally he succeeded in his mission he thought he was gonna you know be the, the captain america or russia and then he gets thrown in prison to rot for the rest of his day so it makes sense for like him to turn and, you know black widow broke her conditioning um and obviously yelena being mind washed and then getting taken out but it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense why the mom was so just like yeah like I get it. She connected with the kids for like the two years she was there. But you think, the you think the Russians would have put more work and thought into, huh? Maybe we should make sure we got her a bit more like with us before we have her in this undercover mission where she could get attached to these kids. You know, like it's kind of you think they'd be smarter about that. Um, but yeah, the whole whole Taskmaster thing was absolutely terrible. It was just man, such a cool character in the comics. Gets dunked on all the time, though. Uh, he, he basically the the Deathstroke of uh, of Marvel, even though he was first. <laughs> but he's the Deathstroke of Marvel in terms of a really cool villain that's known as a badass that they'll use to build up other characters to be like, oh, this guy, Taskmaster should totally beat this guy, but we want to build this person up, so we're gonna have throw Taskmaster on the cover because more people buy the comic because Taskmaster's on the cover, and then we'll have him get beat up. And they do that a lot, and they just did this in the movie. Except they even changed Taskmaster. Uh, who knows? Maybe down the line we'll get a uh, a real Taskmaster. We'll see. Um, who knows? That could be interesting. Uh, I don't think there's much else to say about this. Uh, I, at least I like Yelena, since she's gonna be the widow we're gonna see going forward. So that they they nailed it in that regard. I really liked her. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much else to say about Black Widow. Again, I'd give it, like, a 6 out of 10 if I had to rate it out of 10. It was, it was like, serviceable enough. Like, I enjoyed it for the most part, but it wasn't anything great or something you need to see or that amazing. Yeah. Uh, on to Snake Eyes, which I've already ranted about, but I guess I'll rant about a little bit more here. 
Snake Eyes is awful. It's very disappointing how bad that movie... Well, not disappointing because I knew it was going to be bad. But Snake Eyes was just absolutely abysmal. Like, man, how do you take Snake Eyes and make him so unlikable and uncool? Everything he does in this movie is for selfish reasons. He doesn't do anything for, like, the right reasons. Like, the heroic reasons, not for being a good person. It's just everything's selfish and motivated that way. Uh, I really feel bad for Andrew Koji because he killed it as Storm Shadow. Like, Henry Golding did good at it, but he, I wouldn't say he absolutely killed it or anything. Granted, he didn't have much to work with, but um, neither did Andrew Koji. But Andrew Koji, like, really did great as Storm Shadow. And, but the last guy who played Storm Shadow did great, too, was Baihan Lee, I think was his name. He did great as well. Maybe they're just good at casting Storm Shadow. Uh, I wish G.I. Joe would somehow, I wish Hasbro would get away from Paramount. I don't know how that deal works or whatever, but Paramount is just incapable of making a good G.I. Joe movie at this point. They, it looks like they had no G.I. Joe fans associated with this movie at all, or anyone that's even familiar with the pro- with the property. And you really, like, the way they shoehorn G.I. Joe in here doesn't make sense either. Like, how they just, oh, Cobra is, uh, is giving weapons to the Yakuza so the Yakuza can get this magical fire rock that the Cobra wants. Yeah, it's like, if Cobra has all these resources, why doesn't Cobra just break into the Rashikage and get the rock themselves? Like, come on. There's also some really dumb-looking stuff, like when the grandma fights people with her friggin' fan. Especially in the final sequence when they're going against the cousin that leads the Yakuza, and she kind of, like, waves her fan in his face. It looks so dumb. It looks just so retarded. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, it, it was just bad. And also when, uh, when Snake Eyes fights, uh, what's her name, the British woman, who's like five feet tall, and you can tell Henry Golding is bending his knees as far as he can, and it just looks hilarious. Uh, yeah, and I, the, one of the biggest things that's annoying is the fact that he never became Snake Eyes in the movie, and also he never got any training. Literally the whole time he's just preparing for his, uh, his, his tests, which are, um, get a, ask for a bowl of water from the dude from the raid, uh, trip balls with Blind Master, and then uh, hope some giant CGI snakes don't kill you. And those are his three tests. And other than that, he doesn't do anything. Like, what? He, he, like, he doesn't train at all. He doesn't get trained. And, like, I get that he's a decent fighter because he's, you know, grew up on the streets and learned and, like, has been fighting in those, like, random fight pits to make money, but he's not going to be elite that way. He's not going to be great. He's not going to be the best of the best like he is in actual G.I. Joe, like in the comics, where him and Storm Shadow are, like, top tier, are the best. No. Instead, he's just, he, he just automatically is good, knows how to flip it, knows how to sort Like, he's never fought with a sword before, but he's fighting ninjas with a sword. Like, how is he doing this? How does he know how to do that? Like, what? It it doesn't... It doesn't make any sense. Also, he let go of the guy that uh, that killed his dad in the end, because, you know, that's his whole epiphany moment, where he's like, Cobra's the real bad guy. This is just, this guy's just a pawn. It's like, yeah, except that guy's going to go and murder more people. So you just let him go so he can murder, murder more dads and make more orphans like he just did for you. If he's not going to Cobra, you think that guy's going to go get an upstanding job? You think that guy's going to go and freaking work at, like, Walmart or something? You think that guy's going to go and, like, like just get a normal-ass job? No. That guy's gonna go and kill more innocent people, and Snake Eyes let him go. Is is dumb. Oh, man, it's just I've been waiting. I've been campaigning for a Snake Eyes anything for so long, for a movie, series, video game, anything. Cause I or you know a regular comic book series. We keep like we had the uh, l- the small ongoing for a bit, 
like during the Chuck Dixon IDW days when he wrote that series, and then we got like a Mike Costa mini series, and then we just had a mini series from Rob Liefeld. But an ongoing Snake Eyes would be cool. Um, but we finally got a movie, and when it was announced like last year, it was like, well, this is random, and uh, <laughs> or two years ago, however long I think it was like two years ago, it was announced. It was like, well, this is random, but hopefully it's good. And it's it's not it's not good at all. It's bad. I think the uh, I think the Rotten Tomato score is decent for um from fans though. I think fans liked it. Yeah, seventy four percent audience score. What the hell, people? We're gonna get a sequel to this now, and it's your fault. <laughs> oh no, this is uh yeah. It has a uh, it has a forty two percent from critics and a seventy four percent from audience. Let me look at this. Oh no, it's actually similar to Man of Steel numbers. Man of Steel had 56% critic and 75% audience. Granted, it's been on there for a long time. Uh, Snake Eyes missed its mark at the box office. Let's see, I'm looking at a Variety article right now. Because they wanted to kickstart a whole G.I. Joe universe with this. And obviously with the title G.I. Joe Origins, means you can do a bunch of different other origins. See you. The latest G.I. Joe installment, origin story, starring Henry Golding, blah, blah, blah. Fell short of expected collecting paltry 13.3 million in its first three days in North American theaters. Those tickets sales put Snake Eyes in second place on domestic charts behind M. Night Shyamalan's Old. Wow, Old did better? Is Old rated R? Because if it is, that's really bad that it that uh, Snake Eyes lost to an R-rated movie. No, it's PG-13. Okay. I was saying, like, if it lost to an R-rated freaking movie, that's rough. It's, a, it's an embarrassing start for Snake Eyes, which cost $88 million to produce, not including the many millions spent on global marketing. Yeah, their marketing was everywhere. Like, for the month leading up to it, it was freaking everywhere. I wonder how much of it is just people not caring and how much is still, like, COVID-related. Huh. And also, the <laughs> they got the guy that, like, did R.I.P.D. to do this movie. It's like, why? <laughs> May not rebound in the coming week. Yeah, it's uh, maybe we won't get a sequel, even though it got decent reviews from uh, fans. The box office looks terrible. It depends if they wanna if Paramount's like screw it, we're gonna eat it, and we're just gonna go on and do better next time. I wonder. Hmm. Wonder what they're gonna do because apparently like Black Widow didn't do too hot for a Marvel movie either. So I wonder, like, how people are feeling about going back to the theater. I love going to the theater. Like, I freaking as soon as they opened it back up, I was just straight there. It's great. Um, but I don't know how everyone, obviously not everyone's me. Uh, so I don't know how everyone else feels about that. And um, if that's, like, that's got to be partially affecting it. But also Snake Eyes is bad and didn't look too great either. Um, but yeah, I think uh, on my video that I posted uh, talking about Snake Eyes, where I just ranted about for 23 minutes, I had, like one person say they enjoyed it everyone else was just talking about how bad it is i had like one person that was like i i liked it yeah this person even though it isn't faithful to the lore i still liked it um so that's good that that person liked it i guess but yeah that's kind of it <laughs> man it's not even like like freaking um judge resolute which i love changed the lore a lot but they still kind of you know kept snake eyes and storm shadow as snake eyes and storm shadow and it was still really good to where this is like, you're lining up with Storm Shadow by the end of it. And also his grandma, I was hoping, would just get murdered. She's annoying. 
grandma's annoying and when she's just like you tried to save our clan how dare you you'll never be leader it's like well who's gonna be leader it's gonna be british woman isn't it you're gonna make small british woman leader which makes no sense instead of freaking tommy also why was tommy the undercover guy for the yakuza when he's next in line and the last arashikage you think they could have gotten someone else and something else i forgot to mention in my rant that i was thinking when i was watching the movie was um early on in the movie when they're at the Yakuza and um, the dude reveals that he knows Storm Shadow and uh, he's going to kill Storm Shadow and he has Snake Eyes set up to kill him. Storm Shadow doesn't fight back or anything. He's just prepared to take a bullet to the head. It's like, that is not Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow had no backup plan or anything. If Snake Eyes decided to kill him there, it's over. And it was like, that's not the Storm Shadow I know. Storm Shadow would have some type of plan to do something. I know what you're thinking, like, well, in real life you could do anything. Yeah, this is G.I. Joe, not real life, okay? So in this scenario, like, Storm Shadow would have something. But instead, he's just like, he puts his head down, and it's just like a dog, just ready to, oh, put me down. It was like, that's not Storm Shadow, what the heck? Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's much else to talk about. I don't think anything else really happened. Anything else really happened? Uh, I don't think there's much else to talk about, so yeah. Um, Loki was okay, would not recommend it. Black Widow was also okay, wouldn't really recommend it, unless, like, um, unless you have, like, a way to see it. Like, if your friend bought it on Disney Plus or something, go see it. Or if you're like me and you have AMC A-List, go see it. Like, it's, it's worth, uh, that. But if you have to, like, legitimately spend money to see it, I don't know if it's really worth it. And Snake Eyes, do not go near it. Don't, 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 don't. Snake Eyes is bad. And the fact that he doesn't put his mask on until, like, the final shot of the movie, uh... Also, the freaking the way Stormshaw gets his name is hilarious. Um, there's a part where Stormshaw gets angry, and the British woman looks at Stormshaw and she goes, "You have that look on your face, like the shadow before a storm." And I'm thinking, what the hell does she mean? You talking about cloud? What? What's a what? The shadow before a storm? I've never heard anyone say that in my life. Like what? What? It, uh, and how does his look look like the shadow before a storm? What does that mean? I it doesn't make any sense at all. It's like so dumb. It's up there with like the with Han Solo, with the whole Han Solo freaking. I don't have people. Okay, Han Solo, freaking dumbass, stupid freaking. Uh, that's what this was like. <laughs> Uh, I don't think there's much else to rant about about any of this stuff. Sorry there wasn't really anything to compliment or talk good about. It was still fun to rant about these things. Um, Suicide Squad comes out soon. No clue if I'll do a nerd talk on that. We'll see. I mean, these are weekly, obviously, so, you know, we'll have something to talk about then. Uh, but yeah, that's basically it. Hope you guys enjoyed this solo rant. And yeah. I will catch you guys next week on the next Weekly Nerd Talk. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone.